Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adadana. And this is the Africana Podcast. Now I don't know why, what our words really are. It's okay. We'll make them up. We'll make them up. No one knows what we are saying. But it's right. And go. Episode 16. Yay. Like the 16 Chapel. <laughs> I was a fully grown adult before I knew it wasn't 16 Chapel. So in my heart. Namusa, I yeah, can't I say know. your government last name. Are you serious? I've also been there twice. And while you were there, did you still think it was 100%. The, the 16 Chapel? <laughs> what does 16 even mean? I mean, I don't know. What does anything mean? Really, let's go down that path. The, the number 16's chapel. Anyways, we made it to episode 16. It's a sweet 16. Like, last time was a quinceanera, and now it's a sweet 16. So we're really coming of age. Did you ever watch that show on MTV, Sweet 16? Yeah, where everybody's really messed up. And, like, the rich kids who have a, oh, yes, a, yes, yes, yes. obscene 16th birthday parties? And it always ends with their parents buying them beamers. Yes, yeah. with a bow on it. Yeah, they just got their license. Yeah. Hashtag Some of them don't parenting. have licenses. My Sweet 16 was my mother cooking for my closest friends. That's so sweet, though. I feel like it's also a very immigrant Sweet 16. Yeah. I don't know anybody else on my block who was handing out beamers. But no. anyway. Uh, but yes, episode 16, we're here. Thank you, listener family, for sticking with us this whole time. Namusa, it's been a while. What's been going on? Please, update me. Life. A lot has been going on. Tell me. I don't even know where to start. Let me start at the, the beginning. A very good place to start. Sound of music? I think so, yeah. Woo! Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. <laughs> Off you go. Tell me. So, as Addie has just said, thanks a lot to all our listeners because you guys have been really patient in terms of uh, we took a little hiatus. On the podcast, we don't do seasons like a lot of podcasts have transitioned to do. Um, so you just have to bear with us and then just be pleasantly surprised when we slide into your podcast DMs oh at like God. Sunday at three in the morning because we like to keep it fresh. You know, that's how we roll. Hot mic. Hot mic. So all of that to say is I had traveled for three weeks and a lot has happened in that three weeks. I went home to see my family in Toronto, you know, the ultimate immigrant experience. <laughs> Fam jam. Reaspera, right? Uh-huh. Going to see my diaspora family. My sister and her... Did, did you kill anyone in the first 48 hours? No, but I thought about it. Okay. But this is how I know that I'm progressing. Good job. <laughs> Please continue. So, following Toronto, I went to Chicago to attend a friend's wedding. Nice. In fact, two friends' wedding. They were marrying each other. Oh, okay. And they met at my birthday in Nairobi four years ago. So, basically, you built that. 100%. I also officiated their wedding. So as part of my speech that had been exactly 1,093 days since they had met at my birthday and exchanged their version of love languages, which was kind of passive aggressive, witty, sarcastic comments to each other. Wait, that's my love language. Well, there's somebody out there for you. Except they're taken now. So thanks. Oh, no, 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 no not, not them. <laughs> Those two are already married. But I'll have another birthday party next year. You just attend. All right. But anyways, they're the only people that I will ever take responsibility for matchmaking. Is it because it's the only one that's ever worked? Um, that's a yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like thinking, I was like, what about myself? Like, have I ever match made myself into a good situation? I don't know. Let's call him D. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so my matchmaking rate is 100%, leaving at the top of my game. But I had a lot of these moments that only happen in North America. Yeah, I was just, I was like, this is going to be an incredible podcast story. So, very modest, but I'm an expert traveler. I have not sat next to someone on a plane in the last 14 flights. Okay. Until the return flight from Chicago to Toronto before I fly to the UK. I don't know how this happened, but I end up sitting between two men at the very, very back of the plane. I don't know what a middle seat is. Middle seat who? This is not my reality, right? Like, I'm always exactly on the check and mark. If I'm not in business, that I'm definitely not sitting next to anybody in the back. So the flight is completely, completely, completely full. Not only am I sitting next to two people, but I'm also at the very back right next to the bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So like, all of my worst nightmares. So I'm sitting there. I don't know if their ethnicity really matters, but two white men. One of like significant size and one of like, like a very like burly husky guy. And I'm sitting in the middle. The other thing is the rule is two armrests. If you're in the middle, you get both. That is the etiquette. Wait, really? Yeah. No, I looked it up on the internet. I'm not kidding. Okay, you tried to gaslight me once. Like, are you sure? No, I'll find you the link for the <laughs> listeners too. Let, let me just say this again to everyone, because it's one of my biggest pet peeves. If you're ever seated in a three-row airplane, or arrangement, as we call it, <laughs> the person sitting in the middle gets both of the armrests. I didn't so, realize that. Yes, which is why as everybody in the middle is always so pissed, because what are they supposed to do? Just like suck it all in? But I looked it up. Because I was always just conscious of like, if I was sitting at the window or in the aisle, uh-huh. I have one arm free to do whatever I want, to, yeah. to pet the window or to pet the aisle, not in the middle. Okay. So I'm sitting there, neither of these dudes, probably by sheer size and also like a little bit of, what's the leg, like leg spreading? You know how like men are really- Man, man spreading. Man spreading. Yeah. There was a lot of that going on. Oh, okay. I had my purse underneath because I had two computers. Like there's just a lot going on. So I'm sitting scrunched up. This is only like an hour and 40 minute flight, but really hoping that it would be faster. I sleep for half of it. And then they come around and they hand out the customs cards. So, while I was home, before I went on this trip, I bought myself a really nice travel wallet because I think everybody needs a really nice travel wallet. Okay. The nice thing about this particular travel wallet is that it has a pen insert. So I now always have like a pen insert ready for filling out declarations cards. And because I travel so frequently, this has been one of the most genius things that I've done. So I have my passports and then my pen insert and then like a few other frequent flyer cards. So I, what I wake up to is I know that the air hostess, stewardess, mm-hmm. what is the politically correct term in 2017 for this? Flight attendant? Flight attendant, yes. Gender neutral. Yes. Flight attendant, she's like put the... Card? Yes, in my pocket. <laughs> I'm like charading over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... This, this is, is a like, very drawn-out story, but I, it's going to be worth it's it. It's literally drawn-out. Yeah. This is charades. Because <laughs> you're having a hard time talking for some reason. Because <laughs> I can't get over what's about to happen. Okay. So I was like, oh, I wake up, take my headphones off, and it's early in the morning and you like just open one eye. So the gentleman sitting to my left, um, who's the less huskier of the two guys, but still taking up my arm space, is trying to like rummage through his bag to like grab a pen and then I was like okay he'll be fine because I don't want to have to share my pen but it's also not in my bag yet the gentleman to my right I open the other eye I swear to everything that is holy and important to me is filling out his declaration card by licking and writing with an orange tic-tac what I swear to God. 
I have never in a million years seen one anybody able to write. How are they going to read that? How is he going to explain to immigration that I didn't have a pen, so I just used a licked orange Tic Tac? This kind of stuff only happens to you, my friend. <laughs> what? To which I was then like, Namusa, I know you don't want anybody touching that pen. Not now. But you, got, you have to offer it. Because he was like three letters into his last name. And he had probably like a whole other hundred letters to go in that declaration card. <laughs> Against my better judgment. I was like, do you want my pen? He's like, oh, I, I don't want to bother you. I'm okay. I was like, it's, it's okay. Thank he you. said, I don't want to bother you. I'm okay. <laughs> His exact words. Bro, you're using a Tic Tac to write. <laughs> Times are rough in Trump's America. <laughs> Wait, what's Trump? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I saved him. Doesn't it also, these forms say only write in blue or black ink? It doesn't say orange Tic Tac? Yeah. What on? This is so bizarre. I know. And then I was like, this stuff only happens to me. This is a fact. Yes. I never sit next to anybody. How is this? And the one time you do. Yes. But then the guy who's rummaging through his bag, who's also taken up the arm seat, doesn't find his pen. So it goes from the guy with the orange Tic Tac, who's been licking his fingers and the orange Tic Tac. And to says, no, nah, I'm good. But thank you. Thanks, <laughs> which, but no thanks. To which I'm like, no, no, sir. You. Like, I don't yeah. want to trouble you. you. You need this. <laughs> right. When he's done... The other guy kind of, you know when somebody pauses and you're like, you're not trying to look at them. Yeah, no, don't do that. And I just, I literally pick up the pen from one side and I give it to the other guy. So now both of their germs are on my pen. After I, I, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's true. I put it in a plastic bag. Because <laughs> I had an extra one when I got home, I sanitized it. I would have done the exact same thing. Girl. So that's, that's one of my stories like this that happened on this trip, which is I was like, what's happening with the world? Like, she's shaking her head in confusion for those I who just, can't. This is charades again. <laughs> wow. Was a, yeah. What about you? How's your three weeks been? Good. No Tic Tacs, but while you were gone, there was a major event in Kenya. Further proof that climate change is real, as we discussed last episode. Ooh, girl. The snow. Okay, but did we verify that it... Oh my... Can, tell the listeners a little it. bit... Stop. Don't be that person. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Stop. But I don't trust the internet. It was snow. What do you want? Okay. Alternative so the, facts. What is wrong with you? So the Kenya meteorological... Did I say that word right? Meteorological... Whatever. Those people that do weather. Those guys. They said, mm-hmm. guys, it's not snow. It's hail. I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you trying to be snow haters? Like, why can't it just be snow? Because that's their only claim to fame. Nobody gives them respect other than that one time But I year. loved, because you know, Kenyans on Twitter, always ready with the memes. I appreciated it. There's a one guy. The Nakamat like, card one? Yes. There's a Nakamat card one, which I died. So Nakamat is our local slash regional grocery retailer who is having a bit of a hard time right now. Yeah. And they have a credit card or kind of points card that you can redeem. You, you redeem. But now you can't redeem your points anymore. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is what I recently heard, that all the points that you got, I guess there's now either limitations to being redeemed or they can't redeem them at all. So someone said, oh, like, so what's left to redeem? Like, do we redeem for days of summer? Like, what's... <laughs> and like, people on the internet are so... That's why I love the internet. So good. And then there's the other guy who took a selfie or a photo with the snow behind him. He's like, oh, this is my new life in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Just so good. It was so good. And as someone who is a bit of a tree hugger, it was great to see people excited about a natural weather event. But it's also how you know it. the world is nice. Well, I mean, it's rare, but it does happen. And also the same weekend it hailed in Addis as well, which I've been in mm. Addis during hail okay. in the summer or the winter time or rainy season. Um, and that does happen. 
Fair. Um, but I mean, uh, yes, of course. The end time is still happening, regardless. Climate change is real, and we're all going to die. Ask <laughs> them sooner rather than later. Right. So, last episode, I mentioned that I had two goals for the year. One of them was the whole being vulnerable thing. Not, yes. not with the whole being, you see, I've already gone back to my shell. <laughs> that whole thing. So, the, yes, being Sorry, more open to, you know, relationships and, and that, that. Of the opposite sex variety? Yes. Yes, okay. There are a lot of plenty of girlfriends. That is not the problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> as many of us can probably attest to. It's like, that's not the issue. <laughs> so that was one big goal. Mm-hmm. And update on that high that I was talking about mm-hmm. that episode. It came crashing down, and it's not so nice anymore. I'm sorry. Now I'm just like, this is why I don't have feelings, because this is not comfortable. I don't like this. Anyway, I'll be fine. Just give me, like, another week. Anyway, so my other big goal for the year was to get a new job. Yes. I did. Congratulations. this week, and I'm really excited. And I didn't say it earlier, because I had to tell people and give notice and all that stuff. But I can now say that I'm taking my talents to Nairobi. (laughs) Haven't moved anywhere. <laughs> Still here. Just further up the street. Yeah, just further up the road. I hit two goals of the year before the year was half over, so I'm feeling good. But there's a big development that has come with this new job. So far it's gone well, you know, onboarding, reading a lot, learning a lot. It's really exciting. But I have noticed some changes <laughs> now that I know that I'll be in Nairobi for like another one year minimum, two years maximum. So I, as Some listeners know, and others maybe do not know, I have been pretty much a nomad for like the last 10 years, always freelance. I worked in South Korea as a teacher, made a lot of money over the summer, then spent all of it traveling and like rinse, wash, repeat, did that like three summers in a row, Mm -hmm. lived my best life, had a great time, whatever. Didn't really do much for like building personal wealth or like having relationships, but you know, I have really great photos around the world. So it all evens out. Insta famous. (laughs) So in any case... I have noticed in the last few weeks that I have started to kind of reinvest in my time in Nairobi. Pray tell. Because my first gig, I came, it was three months, and then it became six, and then nine, then 12, and then another year, and it always kind of extended without, you know. A permanence of sorts. Exactly. But this one, like, I've signed a contract for the first time. Like, I'm an adult. Like, this is real. This is my first real thing. And it took me almost 30 years, but I'm here now. And I had my first two group calls with the team yesterday. And there were all these acronyms. And they were talking about, like, improving by 10x. I'm like, you're pronouncing the X. Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, there's You so- mean factor of 10, guys. I know. It was like, just 10 times. Like, we say X now? What? Like, it was so real. I, I was, do that stuff, too, And though. I was telling my best friend, like, God, like, this is so real and legit and she's like this is what adults do Addie. welcome welcome to the world that we've all been living in that you've avoided for the last 10 years and you know my contract has maternity leave in it like that's official though i was that's like official. what on earth is it i'm like i'm not even ready for that but the fact that it is now a thing that is do not block your blessings uh-uh, stop no don't do that don't do that <laughs> we're not no so what that aside i have noticed that i've now recommitted myself and like reappreciating this city because now I feel grounded I think in this city for the first time in almost three years and that has been a very beautiful feeling and I've also noticed though and this is the thing that was kind of the big big alarm that went off when I realized that okay me doing this is this is really me feeling grounded the Musa Adidana I bought pillows girl best investment I bought pillows not pillows to sleep on 
These are pillows that just look nice. To lounge. These are decorative pillows, Namusa. These are not functional. These just look good. And I probably spent a little too much on them, but I'm like, oh, but they're artsy and it's like really cool. I'm like, that's how I pillows are the gateway drug Where to you? domestication. Yeah, yeah, official. I'm already there. You know me. Wait till you convert a vase into an umbrella stand. <laughs> I just saw that! That's exactly, that's the next level of pillow crack. Oh! Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I've gone from like living out of a suitcase and a backpack to buying decorative pillows. And again, it took me almost 30 years, but I'm here now. And I'm excited for what this opens up. But it is also really scary because I have always been able to put things in suitcases and this will not fit in a suitcase. So in any case, that is my big thing. Yay, I'm happy for you. Thank you, I'm happy for me too. All right, what else you got? Well, two very important celebrity things have happened in my life. Okay. One of the literary variety. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the Beyonce variety. I'm sorry, say that again? Beyonce. What does that mean? <laughs> sorry it just, I just went on a hive on you and I was like I, I saw the crazy my, ass my, yeah my head your, tilted your health that was a little exorcist just now but okay yeah, yeah. all right Beyonce for those who speak proper English uh-huh or if you're over 35 <laughs> yeah or just me and a hater okay <laughs> or if you're a hater if you're a hater yeah so the first one's super exciting so when I was in Toronto uh a wonderful dear friend of mine shout out to Saint um got me a ticket to see Roxane Gay be interviewed. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and so Roxane Gay is this incredible author who just put out a book called Hunger. Mm -hmm. And so Roxane Gay was interviewed by Kim Katrine Nguyen. She's an activist, feminist. She does kind of speaking gigs all over North America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of a wonderful person. And it was great, like the questions were really good, the flow was really good, and then at the end they had a book signing. Mm -hmm. And so, I think I've lived in Nairobi long enough because I was the third person on that line. How did I come from one side of the auditorium to the front to be the third? I figured out a way. These things. <laughs> and the nice thing is because I was at the beginning of the line and the line was still forming to get my book copy signed, mm -hmm. we had like a minute chat. Nice. Roxanne, we'd love to have you in Kenya. Yes, Karibu. Yeah, Salama. I read a hundred pages last night of Hunger. Yeah. It's so moving. I don't know it's if I'm so ready good. for that, to be perfectly honest. I was not ready. This is also after having watched Moonlight <gasps> on the plane. I love Moonlight. Why didn't anybody tell me this? Wait, I what sobbed. Is... Moonlight was a beautiful movie. I it didn't destroyed me. Oh, God. I don't, well, I don't know I if I like cried. I was like in my blanket because I didn't want anybody <laughs> to see. And then like tried to order, I swear to you, I'm not even kidding. Tried to order Jackie O Ray-Ban sunglasses from Duty Free so that nobody would see me sobbing. Stop it. I swear to you. And then they that were out of them. That's such a first world problem. <laughs> I know. Okay, sorry. I'm going to go back to the other very exciting thing that, that happened. Beyonce. Ah, yes. Beyonce. Mm. They brought her twins into this world. Well, she brought her twins into the world the last episode. She just showed them to us now. No, no, no. But what day did she bring her twins Oh God, we're never gonna hear and the this. End is how this. I know that we're chosen. Who's we? I'm not we. Funny enough. Or me, am I chosen by association? Me, Rumi, Sir, Mary Kate, and Ashley of the Olsen variety all share a birthday. All five of us. Oh, we're an us now. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a squad. But I have a question about. I only want half of that squad, let's be really honest. I, I was gonna say, something tells me you have a preference here, but yes. that's fine. 
Question. Yes. So Beyonce. Yes. In her Instagram, when she was announcing, she says, "Welcome, Rumi, Sir and Rumi. Rumi and Sir Carter were born yes. a month ago." Yeah. Now, is Sir Carter's name Sir Carter Carter? No. Because she said Sir Carter and Rumi in the post. Yes. How? I just want to make sure that his name is not Sir Carter Carter. I mean, that's okay if it is, because it doesn't pay my rent, and at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect me. But I wasn't sure. So it's, if, it's my understanding that it's Sir and Rumi Carter. Okay, but why did she type Sir Carter and Rumi were born a month ago because today? Because I think she knew that the haters were going to be like, why didn't you name him Sir? So Sir Carter sounds a little, I don't know. No. Can, hold on, can we just go back for a second? Do you know why I love the name Sir? One, I think people should name their children what feels right to them. Uh-huh. Your Majesty? <laughs> Yeah. Jermaine Jackson named his kid Your Majesty. <laughs> Does that feel right to you? No. No. I'm just, how, how far no. does this go? No, yeah, because say, there are... There and I are... feel like Apple is a push as well for me. Mm, yeah. But somebody wrote this on the internet. It's, I think on black Twitter. But somebody wrote, there's something so powerful about this little black boy growing up being called Sir his whole life. As opposed to like... <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't Why laugh. are you laughing? I don't know. That, I'm, that this was, was like right after I watched Moonlight and I was like... Yes, this little black boy is going to be like in some ways respected, not because he's worth a third of a billion. It's exactly because he's worth a quarter no, but, of a billion. But it, it's powerful, right? Like words have meaning and importance. And Rumi's a fly name and a fly poet. I love Rumi, love the poet, love the poetry. I have no objections to that. I, again, I don't really have objections to Sir either because Sir does not pay my rent. So it doesn't really help me get my house in Cape Town. Don't block your blessings. You never know. Well, okay, fine. Beyonce, if you're listening. In any case... The whole point of this is, to me, I just want to know if his name is Sir Carter Carter. That's, no, I that's, think, I that think is my question. That's first it. name Sir, last name Carter, third name Greatest. Third name Greatest. Yes! Yes! High five! <laughs> We're not going to talk about 444. We're not going to talk about it? Well, we can. I haven't listened to the album, so I don't know. But everyone's saying it's like the answer to Lemonade. And he was honest in like a few songs from the lyrics that I read. Yeah, but he just admits cheating on her. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. We're just glowing up over here with the twins. Let's just. <laughs> My favorite tweet was like, can you imagine being Jay-Z's side chick and you can't say anything because you can't brag about it? Like, what's the point, sis? Why would you do that? You can't talk to anyone about that. You did not win. Why? Do Why not you... collect 200. Do not pass go. What are you supposed to say to your friends? I'm sleeping with Beyonce's husband. You will get killed. Yeah, nobody, they, like, nobody yeah. will like you. I haven't listened to 444. I have the link in my WhatsApp. I just haven't. There's some really good conversations about masculinity, though. That's and true. one of the things that I... So That's there's like true. a kind of a footnotes piece that Jay-Z puts out. So 444, for those of you who don't know, is Jay-Z's new album that, as Addy has said, was perceived to be a response to Lemonade. And one of the visual pieces that Jay-Z puts out, it's called 444 Footnotes. And there's conversations with particularly men of color around they don't call it toxic masculinity but that's effectively what they're talking about they're talking about like toxic masculinity and infidelity and what is expected of men mm. and particularly yeah again men of color and so kind of if you think of like the more recent controversies in that space of celebrities who are men of color who have been kind of brought to the forefront because of their interesting ways so chris rock is in there and he received a lot of like public flack for that um, really what did he do cheated on his wife oh he did yeah oh i didn't know that i knew they got a divorce but i didn't realize he cheated on her yeah yeah he was super depressed for a long time i remember that yeah okay Uh, his instagram because i went to look he's now seeing somebody new yeah that megan with a really long african last name yeah her 
I remember. Say her name. And then our homie Jesse, who I went off on a diatribe about. Oh, yes. You, I'm still in, not 100% convinced. Uh, in, the, in our episode with Vimbai, yeah. you were not too pleased with him. But it's confirmed. They go out now. Him and the girl. Yeah. I felt salty about this. Because, like, yes, I went off on him. Yes, I should have given him a little bit more credit. So he talks about people. One of the things he said is, like, now people writing think pieces. So the lights just went out. <laughs> yes, they did. You're like, maybe when the lights go out. Every single word cannot express the love and tenderness. Ooh. Oh, you show know, you what rumors. it's all about. Baby, I swear you will so come, come to me. me. So baby, come to me. When the lights, lights go, go out. So by the way, not a I really, we are sitting in the dark right now. Because the power just went out. But I used to love that song by five. And oh. I remember thinking, even when I was younger, like, ooh, this song is scandalous. Tune. Hello. Um, okay, sorry, back to Jesse for a second. Yeah, in the darkness. <laughs> darkness! But these are the realities of living on the continent. I mean, there's power outages in the U.S. too. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that Jesse says is that we were together for 13 years and 13 years of, like, love and a relationship with my best friend. And now people are writing think pieces about how I cheated on her because of some cute girl. Hmm. Like, I get that, and I needed to maybe be a little bit more understanding of where he was coming from but i also feel like bruh people are gonna hold you to this level of like they're gonna put you on a pedestal because you go on and on and on about how you yeah like care and stand for black women specifically right like it, it wasn't that yeah these were like your personal this is your ministry yeah this is your ministry you have to live your against, ministry yeah i see what you mean and also like what does that then say to you and i'm not saying that he needs to be responsible for like every little black girl and every little black boy in like in the world but like what does that say to little girls and little boys and i'm not saying like i don't think people who are unhappy should be together and i think people that's certainly true and i think people should like be able to be with whoever they want regardless of their skin color their all of the different isms or mm. classifications but there's something that particularly stings me after all of that stuff because I think he got a lot of political and social and potentially financial capital off of bigging up black women mm. that seemed to kind of be a little bit false. But that's just my analysis. And I recognize that he's a human and I don't know what happened, but I shouldn't have to know what happened. It still made me feel not very good. I feel you. And I think any exploration of masculinity within the pox, people of color. Oh, yeah. I mean, pox with an X, I was like. A pox on your house. Like the chicken uh, pox. <laughs> no. No, I like think. Like smallpox? Yeah, drain drop. Drop, drop, <laughs> drop, drop pox. Drop box. <laughs> um, no, I think any, any discussion about masculinity within communities of color is something that needs to be discussed mm -hmm. and hopefully like by the right people because you would definitely have that conversation and not go so well <clears throat> Tyrese <laughs> but if it's a conversation of value then I think that's a conversation that yeah. needs to be uplifted and upheld and respected mm -hmm. and, and supported um so we're actually doing the episode a little bit different this week <gasps> sorry I have another thing okay go do it girl I would like to introduce a new segment all right Nairobi missed connections yes I love that level of romance I have a misconnection story, hence why I'm starting. This oh, really? Segment. Yes. Pray tell. So, I was. This will be the first one. This is the first one. Listeners, please, if you have a misconnection, 
in this city. This probably only worked for our listeners in Nairobi, but hey, you never know. We are You global. also never know. Yeah, We yeah. have 18-year-olds in Ethiopia, so it's fine. And someone in and someone Sao in, And someone in Réunion, so... Shout out to you, The Réunion. one. We like you. Thank you so much. The un. Un. Right? That's one in French, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I have a misconnection story. Okay, tell us. So, on July 8th... Oh, you're going to do this about somebody else. Yes. I have so many of these. Listeners, I'm not kidding. Like, we will help you. We want to help you live your best lives. Like, seriously. So, my misconnection occurred on Saturday, July 8th. (laughs) You're ridiculous. At Open House Restaurant, which is a very popular Indian restaurant. Some would even say the best Indian restaurant in Nairobi. Fighting words, but yes. People do say that. I was at a dinner. I was wearing a pink sweater. Okay. And now this person, this, this gentleman, he was picking up delivery. And I was at the far table in the back, but facing the door. And there's the bar area where he picked up the food. I didn't notice him walk in at all. But when he walked out with his bags, there's the door that leads to the bar. And then you kind of disappear for a little bit. And then there's the actual door to leave the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I saw him in the first door at the bar when he was picking up the food, and our eyes met. And I remember thinking, oh, well, you're cute. Okay. Interesting. And then I looked down, or I was looking at the person next to me because it was dinner, and then I look up again, and he has now moved toward the actual door to leave, and Mm -hmm. our eyes meet again. And he was wearing... So really, you go together. So we're... You're going steady. We're pretty much married. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I have his kid in me right now. So, (laughs) he was wearing a burgundy long sleeve sweater. Mm -hmm. Um, It kind of looked like a Angora type fabric. I I, I feel you. It was a soft. It wasn't a knit. It was a soft sweater. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he was tall, maybe like six foot or six one, six two, something like that. I could tell he was on that side. Uh, he was wearing jeans, I believe, and he was holding takeout. So unless that takeout was for his girlfriend, which is entirely possible, or boyfriend, who knows, sir, or sir with friends, if you know, if you ate takeout on Saturday night, July 8th, and it was from open house, and you know the person who picked it up for you, provided it's not your significant other, can you please write in to askafricana at gmail.com. That's A-S-K, Africana, A-F-R-A-C-A-N-A-H, at gmail.com. Because I was intrigued, and our eyes met not once, but twice. Duh. Times. Duo. And, uh, yeah. So that's my misconnection. I love this segment. He was tall and, like, brown-haired. Lights are back on. That's a sign. We're going to go together. Um, does ethnicity matter? Maybe it would help. Yeah, I, th- I think that might, because there might have been many people wearing burgundy sweaters. So he was of the Caucasus Mountains. I didn't see that coming. I well, New Year, New Me. So, <laughs> um, of the Caucasus, yeah, he was, uh, or maybe Anglo-Saxon. I know those aren't the same. One of them. <laughs> those similar mountains. Or maybe he's a Latino who can pass. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, he was, uh, yeah, that's what he looked like. And what I think was his hair? Brown, light brown, not light brown, uh, like brown, brown hair, not black, brown. I think he had a beard, if I remember correctly, like the huge. Mm-hmm. And beards are makeup for men. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Because there are some guys, they walk by, you're like, nah. And then they walk back with a beard, and you're like, hold mm-hmm. up. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. From the Caucasus Mountains, slash Anglo-Saxon, slash perhaps Latino. Um, <laughs> that description fits you. Or anyone you know. 
So if you know someone, let us know. Provided, of course, they're like available. Like I don't need new friends. So no, yeah, and not ethically monogamous. Yeah, ethically gluten free. <laughs> the glue, the gluten free of cheating. Yeah, but yeah, that's my that is my offering. And of course, listeners, if you have a mixed connection in Nairobi or in Reunion or in Ethiopia or in Canada or in the Emirates or in the U.S. or Does in it have France, to be romantic because I have some romantic ones, but I also have some for your internet family. Yeah. Well, that might be a lot of work. Okay, we'll do romantic ones. Let's, well, I mean, if you have a friend, well, I guess we could set friends up with friends. If you, if yeah, there's, if there's like, someone you want to be friends with and you think they're really cool, but you haven't, you don't know how to approach them. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. Right. I'm happy. Misconnections. So yeah, Nairobi, B-A-E, Nairobi Misconnections. That is going to be a new segment inspired by my July 8th. Let me repeat so the people know. July 8th at Open House Restaurant, you were wearing a burgundy sweater. Our eyes met twice, not once. Holla twice. Holla you, girl. Let a sister know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so that's it, guys. <laughs> so, as I said, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to give you guys really good Africa Risings and Africa Still Risings next episode, which will be when, Addie? Because you are now, you get to travel. I do. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. If you know the reference, you grew up watching Nickelodeon. We record next on uh, July 31st, which means you will probably get an episode on like August 5th or 6th or so. We'll slide into your DMs then. Um, But before then, I'm going to give you the proverb of the week. Week, 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 week. Like my arms that are slowly getting stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay, so I'm taking us back to our roots. Okay. And uh, repurposing... Song lyrics. Okay. For our proverb of the week. Week, week, week. And week. so I feel like there hasn't been enough hype about DJ Khaled's son in, oh, let's say the last three months. <laughs> what? He's the most hyped kid ever. He's going to have the best self-esteem. Oh, my God. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've already discussed. Yeah. And a one Rihanna. Oh, no, no. And so I think just kind of after kind of all the like wonderful things happening in both of our lives, uh-huh. my Africana proverb of the week, week, week. Week. By one Rihanna, DJ Khaled. Can you do the DJ Khaled voice? We the best music! Mm. <laughs> that was fairly good. DJ Khaled! DJ Khaled! Yeah. And really the, the person who brings it home. Uh, who I can feel that this essence is from a one Mr. Assad. Oh uh, yeah, he's exactly Sorry, producer. not Syria, Mr. Assad. Assad, DJ Khaled's son, just in case people were confused. Wow, okay. And the proverb of the week, let this be the guiding, the North Star in your week. Mm-hmm. Week, week, week. I'm too lit to dim down a notch. Yes. I know. I like that. It's, it's quick to remember. You wake up in the morning, you turn the lights on, and think, just like the lights, I am too lit uh-huh. to dim down a notch. I like that. That's my new spirit phrase. Go on and be great with your lavender. That's the new. Yeah, that's the new lavender. Yeah. I bought that t-shirt, by the way. That's amazing. I yeah. can't wait to see it. I know. Okay, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Write us in about Nairobi Bay misconnections. misconnections. Any unsolicited advice or solicited advice you would like. Let us know if you want to be anonymous, if we can use your name. Um, we have some questions piling up, so we'll get some to you the next episode. We'll answer those, so keep them coming. A fairly big announcement. Drumroll, please. Our TED Talk is live on the internet. It is, although I still haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, and if you ask Eddie nicely, we will post the link. What? Why, why is this on me? You have the link too. 
I just didn't want to block your social media blessings. Uh-uh. No, you can do it if you want. I refuse to watch it. I... <laughs> well, our TED Talk is up, and we will put that out there in the near, like, over the coming, between now and the next episode. Yeah. The other exciting thing is Evelyn of the Internets is coming to Kenya. But we'll talk way more about that um, closer to the time. So that's the beginning of January. And yeah, that's all we got for you in this episode. Episode. Yo! I'm really You are struggling. Girl, I know, struggle life. So, how do they find us? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Africana. That is F. No, that is A F R A C A N A H. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, The Book of Faces, at Africana Podcast. You can email us at askafricana.com. That's for your misconnections, your questions, your queries, your comments, your concerns, your love, your hate, all of the tings. Um, that's how you find us, askafricana at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your patience. Yeah, episode 16. It's a wrap. Whoop, whoop. It's a wrap. I-S-S-A. Issa. Issa. Rap. Rap. R-A-P. R-A-P. Oh, this is an R-I-P. I'm like, don't block our blessings. What are you doing? <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye!